Welcome to Modus Cafe. Join us for fun, lighthearted, and educational conversations around training, athletic longevity, and the human side of climbing with your hosts, Mercedes Pullmeyer and Katya Dev. All right, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about when should you start training? And we, you know, we do get this question often, uh, you know, at what level should we start training? Uh, when are you actually physically ready to start training? So let's dive in. One thing I do want to start with is, um, you know, I think a lot of very motivated beginners will will come to me and, and ask me like, oh, my God, what should I be doing? Uh, I want to hire you as a coach and like take a look at all of my weaknesses and let's just like get this training program going. And a lot of the time with folks who are very new to climbing, like the first thing I will say is, uh, you know, like first build a really good habit of showing up to the gym and make that real, like realistic, you know, like it's obvious that you want to improve and that would be the first thing. That's the first like clue into, oh, you should start training because you want to get better. If you want to get better, then okay, it might be a good time to start training. But it looks different at different levels. And so for beginners, it's all about creating a really good habit in the beginning and not overdoing it. And I think like one of the best things about being on a training program for a, a new, like a beginner or even a new trainee is understanding how much you can actually commit to training and how that training feels in your body. There's, there's such a huge learning curve when it comes to training. And a lot of us want to rush through that process. But in the beginning, it really is about learning more about yourself, how much you can tolerate and what you're like ready for maybe over months and years after that. Yeah, totally. And I think once people are at the point where they know physically they have the space to be able to commit to training, really the questions to ask yourself is, do you want to improve? You know, is that a goal of yourself? Do you want to improve compared to where you're at right now. And one of the things that we often hear about training versus not training is this idea of, well, people should just climb to improve their climbing skill. Just get a lot of mileage in climbing so you become a better climber, which again is absolutely true. We very much believe in that. But good training plans do incorporate skill as well. So it should actually just help you advance your skill level on a good training plan. Um, yeah, and you can also um, try to avoid learning bad habits mm-hmm. when you start training earlier. What are some bad habits that you see people learn over time? Yeah, the I would say like the bad habit or maybe it's a misconception of how much time needs to be given to improve in climbing or any sport for that matter. And it's a little insidious that we, you know, that we need to show up for several hours, several times a week. And so to me, that is a bad habit. Thinking that more is better and feeling tired is good. 
that you should leave the gym not being able to hold onto the steering wheel, you know, because your skin burns, your arms are so fatigued. Uh, and, you know, we'll, in future podcasts, we're going to talk about fatigue and when is the appropriate time to chase that fatigue. But in general, we don't want to be chasing that fatigue. We do want to try hard. Trying hard is very different to chasing fatigue. And so that that is one, I, I think, kind of the first thing to learn or unlearn is how much time and effort do you need to give to a session to see improvement? And I think a training plan really teaches you that. Like, I don't know how many people have told me, Mercedes, I have never trained so less and seen so much improvement. And because we're letting your body rest, you know, it, it is this like such a huge misconception. And that rest might feel lazy and there's different ways of resting like we're not saying don't do nothing you know still show up and do something to move your body but rest is really where all of the adaptation happens and so as a beginner trainee I think that is one of the biggest lessons you might learn is volume management and how that affects you within even just a couple months like you'll see noticeable improvements yeah, I have to laugh because I feel like you were talking to me. I mean, you are talking to me, but I feel like that's the biggest lesson I learned when I was, you know, starting to train with you, which I have trained with others before. But um, I always felt like I wasn't doing enough and I always wanted to add more. And I remember I kept telling myself, you are paying her trust, trust, just yeah. give it a just give it a try for the set amount of time that we had decided to work on. Um, my training and yeah it was amazing uh how much I improved my climbing with doing actually a lot less than I did before so that was a really good point that you brought up um I actually saw this reel the other day by Charlie from Elemental Climbing so this is a shout out to Charlie he was talking about the difference between training versus exercise so maybe that would be a good um comparison to bring up right here in terms of when do you think you are ready for training? So training tends to be very goal specific versus exercise, which tends to be less so goal specific. Um, when we think about just exercise, we think about wanting to move our body just for the sake of moving our body. But when we think about training, we tend to have very specific goals in mind. Now, these goals in terms of climbing could be you wanna climb a certain grade, you wanna climb a certain climb, or you just want to get better at specific types of climbing. Let's say you want to get better at using crimps or overhanging, or you want to improve your power. All of that are some specific goals. And there's obviously lots more. So that's one difference between, you know, deciding whether or not you just want to exercise or you want to train is do you have specific goals? And the second point is um, progression or progress, which is when we are in training plans, because it's so structured, essentially that's the big difference is, Training plans are so structured. We go from a point A to a point B by progressively changing the difficulty of what we do um, to get that adaptation. So it's very structured. And um, whereas when we exercise and we do more or less random things, and this could be random climbing too, um, it tends to be harder to see that progress and it tends to be harder to progress in certain aspects of your climbing. And the last thing that I love too is um, training plans tend to be measurable. 
and depending on how they're set out, but we can actually like really measure progress and how we're going to progress, except, as I said, towards a certain goal. Whereas just exercising can feel aimless. And I don't like the word aimless so much because it seems so negative because I'm not saying that exercise is bad. It just means it's more like dancing. It just You just do it for the fun of it without wanting to progress towards something very specific. So that's totally different for different people. Some people just like to go climbing and they just um, want to have that fun and that freedom in each session. And some people do like being able to work towards something. And so I think that is sort of something to listen to yourself when you think about um, whether or not it's time for you to train. Because there's, there's not such a thing as a perfect time. The perfect time is just when you are ready. And when you're ready to make that commitment that you were talking about earlier, too. Yeah, and I, I do want to bring up, like, I'm glad you kind of touched on having more, I guess, like, open climbing or, like, and it feels a little bit more fun when there's no structure. Like, you just do whatever. Uh, training or having structure doesn't mean it's not going to be fun. You know, I, I and and I think maybe the some of the mindset around training is that it's meant to be rigid. And in training, like really it, training is just, it is structure, but it doesn't have to be super rigid. It doesn't mean you're in this box and you need to do X, Y, and Z perfectly. Uh, with training is providing, providing a, a framework, especially when it comes to your anti-style. Like for folks who aren't on a training plan, we'll avoid their anti-style. And a very easy thing you could do if you're in training mode is like, okay, uh, I'm going to provide the structure for my session today and decide I'm going to do 15 minutes on my anti-style. And to me, that isn't super rigid. It's still like kind of like this open-ended fun, like you can approach it with curiosity. Uh, but to me, that is actually still training. And so like, just know that uh, if you are new to training and you're thinking about training, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have fun. It will be hard sometimes. Uh, but don't think so much about it feeling that you're, that you're stuck in this thing. It's more that you're providing yourself some structure, things that you need to focus on for the next six weeks. Yeah, I love that you said that because it just reminded me of this aspect of a training too that is um, training muscle groups that we don't think of as climbing specific muscle groups or climbing specific strength. Let's say bench press. It's a very common one. Um, but one thing that is certainly very important for anybody who wants to improve in climbing is just to be a very healthy, strong athlete in a very well-rounded human kind of way it's kind of um, building this space or this foundation for your climbing is built you know it is working on your general strength as an athlete and not just your pulling muscles and not just your fingers and certainly legs are very important in climbing <laughs> um, which is another aspect I think that people tend to forget yeah yeah that longevity aspect is so important especially for 
the clients that we have that we work with that that to me is always at the forefront like what is going to help this person long term because it isn't just about now it's about five ten years from now um what can we help them learn um and kind of like these bad habits like in the beginning like what are some things that we can help them change so that they can climb for as long as possible or just be active and be able to play with their kids for as long as possible. Yeah, and certainly to prevent, not to prevent, because we can't prevent injury, but to reduce the risk of injury that goes yeah. along with that too. Yeah. So yeah, if you're thinking about starting a training program or thinking about training, go back to some of the things that we said, you know, like, do you have a specific goal? Uh, are you excited about getting better? Um, and start creating very like something that you can measure. And most importantly, have fun. Yeah. And we do have some free resources for people to use if they do want to create their own training plans, if they want to think about it. So we could, um, and we will just put a link, link in the show notes, as the podcasters always say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have a basically a it's a almost like a masterclass on how to get started with training if you're a a new trainee. Absolutely. Okay. That is it. We'll talk <laughs> soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We appreciate every listen. And if you don't mind, please review this podcast. It really does help us understand what you like, what you don't like, what you might want to listen to in the future. Uh, this is the best way to support us uh, on this podcast. And if you haven't already done so, you should sign up for my newsletter. I give out tips every week on climbing training, sometimes nutrition, uh, and also give recommendations on what programs to try as we release them. So thanks again for listening and we'll catch it in the next one.